Good day to you. Hola. How's it going? Hi. Hi. Let's have a Biogis's special devotion time again today, right? And you know, for a song, I remembered a memory verse that Caleb had once. Let's see if you remember it. If I hum the melody, maybe it'll... Because this is the power of music. You can get the melody in your head, and it'll help you remember the words. So there was something like that went like this, Caleb. <laughs> dad, you, 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 it was you like, taught me I, too, Dad. Isaiah 41, 11. So close, so close. 41 is actually 43. Okay, oh. so for listeners, <laughs> yeah. it's Isaiah 43, oh. verse 11. Oh. Isaiah 43, 11, which we sing like this. Isaiah 43, 11. I even took a video of us doing that. Oh, really? What a yeah. cool Bible verse. Okay. I, even I am the Lord. Apart from me, there is no Savior. We're talking about that on Sunday. Maybe not that exact verse, but Jesus is, you know, I'm the way and the truth and the life. And Apart from uh, Yeah, and, and Peter says that there's no name under heaven given to us by which we can be saved. Jesus is the only Savior. Awesome. So let's look at, we're at Genesis. We get a double dream, a double dreamer. Mm. The double dreamer is here in Genesis 37. And we're, we did the first four verses, kind of introduced some things last time. Let's look at verse 5 and see what the first dream, what the first dream was for Joseph. And... What was the, maybe what was some of the tense things we learned about in the family well, last time? Well, Joseph was the favorite. Joseph yeah, was a favorite. favorites. I mean, like, Joseph was, was a, like such a favorite in the family. Mm -hmm. Jos what, what did he do that? Joseph would report um, his brothers, like, bad deeds, like what they did, like the bad things that they did instead of mm -hmm. obeying their father's orders. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, sometimes they call it, like, a goody two-shoes, you know. So he's doing all the good things, but he's tattletailing on the bad things of his brothers. You know, I think it would be better if he talked to his brothers about their own behavior and then, you know, maybe involved somebody else that cared about the brother's behavior. I don't know if that's exactly what he was doing. He might have just been tattling. But anyways, it hasn't been going that good. And now he's walking around in a fancy robe, 
right? That his mm-hmm. dad specifically made for him. So now let's see what happens in this next section. Verse 5. Uh, Caleb, would you read? It's like uh, 5 through 8. We're going to read the dream and how the brothers re- responded. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, Listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. Yeah, did we have some new words in there? Yeah. Well, just pause right there. Do we have some new words? Sheaves and sheaf. Do you Uh know what those are? Binding sheaves of grain. Like stalks, like a lot of stalks of grain that they had harvested Mm -hmm. all bound up to it. When this baked sickle was Uh like a big, kind of like a... Knife thingy? Yeah, it was like... It It was like one big pole and then a knife. Like, yeah, like a knife blade that came up a big stick, and when you swung it, you could cut down the grain, and these these stalks of grain would fall to the ground, and when you bundled them together, it's kind of like a lot of twigs, only thinner. You know, you could bundle them together into, ooh, you've got a great picture, look at this picture, into a sheaf of grain. So they had these sheaves of grain, and Joseph is saying what happened in his dream. There were 12 brothers, and he's saying... There were all these sheaves of grain, but my sheaf rose and stood up. See? It stood upright, and your sheaves came around mine and bowed down. So you can picture all these brothers working out in the field. And this is the dream that Joseph had, is that mine stood upright and and was right in the middle, and yours all came around me and bowed low to the ground. Look at my picture. Yeah. Yeah, they're bundling sheaves. Oh, and he's got like a little knife blade in his hand for for cutting things and a little tie around the sheaf. So, Caleb, now read verse 8 and see what they think about the meaning of the dream. His brothers said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they, they, and they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. So, I think that bowing only happened with what kind of person? Like a ruler. A, a ruler, exactly. And these brothers are saying, are you going to rule over us? Like, you are going to share with us this dream as if it has this great meaning, and do you think this is actually going to happen? But it's possible that God had given Joseph this dream, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, But the brothers were so jealous and so angry already at Joseph that did they care about a dream that could have come from God and had some meaning? Mm-hmm. They didn't really care about it, did they? Mm-hmm. No. They didn't no. want it. I think that happens to us, too. Sometimes we get so angry about something, we forget the wonderful blessings that could be around us. And they missed out on maybe learning a little bit more, and all they, all they did was took it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think it was smart of Joseph 
If you were in Joseph's shoes and you had a special dream like this about you, would you tell everybody? I don't know. I'd probably only tell someone I trusted about the dream and ask them if it had some sort of special meaning because I probably would have known they were already angry at me. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have... I mean, if I was Joseph, I would have told Jacob, his father, um, Joseph's father, Uh and he would have been like, he would have been confused probably too, but not as angry as... We'll see what the next one... Yeah, I think you might be right. And so it might be, it might be a bad decision for Joseph to have told the story Maybe in a certain way, and he didn't necessarily need to. Elsie, what do you think? Um, I think if I were Joe, myself, uh-huh. and I asked and it was super funny, I would tell Sarah. Yeah, you'd tell your friends. Like it. Yeah, your friends with like funny dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a funny dream last night. It wasn't all that funny. But there was like a big storm. It's just mom and I and Tucker, I think. And there was a storm with a, like hail, but the hail was very tiny, tiny hail and kind of like um, sand. And that's what mom said. She, like she was so happy to see this cool big storm. She thought it was really <laughs> fun. And she went running outside with Tucker and she's like, it's like sand. You've got to see this. It's like sand. And, what? and Tucker was, and then they were just gone and I couldn't find him. That's so it was so it was creepy. a weird it was a weird thing. But I woke up and mom was home. Mom was here, so all was well. But um these these things, you know, if this is something that we are gonna see connected, you all need to remember that this dream is something to remember about Joseph and his brothers for what happens later in his life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that that could be very comforting to Joseph to know that things are going to work out, you know, in a, in a certain way. I don't know. Let's read some more, Emma, from 9 through 11. Then, Listen to the other dream, Elsie, okay? Ready? Then he had another dream, and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream, and this time the sun and the moon and the eleven stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Hmm. So this time, what was the dream? Moon and star. Moon, sun, and eleven stars bowing down to him. And how many brothers did he have? Eleven. Mm-hmm. And, and the moon so, and sun stood for his mom and dad. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's what Jacob says. You know, is it will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? Um. Do what I wonder is um, was Benjamin, because he's one of the eleven brothers. Um, did, was he jealous of him? You know, I'm not sure. It could just be summary words. When we meet some of the, when we get to hear some of the words that jealous brothers are using later on, some of the other brothers, it doesn't mention Benjamin. So I don't think, I think Benjamin is younger and he's probably not out there 
hanging out with all these older brothers mm-hmm. of Joseph? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. What does it say at the very end, Emma? What did you read again about the reaction? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. So there's two different responses. What do you think of the brothers being jealous of him? Well, like the same response as last time. They were jealous of him. Well, they just hated him. But his mm-hmm. dad probably kept it in mind because how could you have had one of those like dreams where people mm-hmm. are like bowing down to you? Yeah. And so I he mean, probably it's... kept the matter in mind. Mm-hmm. Did you ever what? think that hating someone and being jealous of them could be kind of the same? Maybe yeah. not the same, but they would be similar. I mean, similar? like jealous yeah. is Connected? wanting something someone else has. Uh-huh. And in the story of Joseph, the jealousy is like maybe, favoritism. Yeah, favoritism. And hatred is like, I don't like you. I, you did this to me, and so I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate you. Yeah. I'm glad that you're taking time, Caleb, to think about what these words mean and, you know, like being jealous of like having something in your heart where you're like, you have that and I really want that. We we have that going on in our house a lot, don't mm-hmm. we? Like with a toy or some snuggly thing, you know, and one person has it and somebody else really, really wants it. And we have to be careful because that can build up a feeling of like being really angry and hateful inside our hearts. Elsie? Um, Well, maybe Joseph has 10 wicked brothers Mm -hmm. want his coat, even though it's too small. Yeah, maybe the coat doesn't even fit them, but they, I think it was the attention that Joseph was getting from their father. Mm-hmm. And they they wanted because I mean like Jacob Joseph's father is the head of the house mm-hmm. and I mean Joseph is getting all the attention. I mean like what I always wonder too about this is I mean like um, Jesus was born lowly and humble. Whereas Joseph is all up high and in like, his family anyway. Uh huh. And Jacob and his mom's favorite, I think. Well, maybe not his mom's, but or was it his mom's? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's like a, an attitude we can have that just says, "What God gives me is what God gives me, and I can be grateful for what God gives me because He loves me so much." perfectly right Mm -hmm. and what God gives you is what God gives you and I can be thankful for what God gives to you so if one of you gets to go on a special field trip and Mm -hmm. or or do something with mom and dad individually that the others don't get to do you can still be thankful and not jealous because um you you know we want you to know that we love all of you and want to have those kind of kinds of moments and memories to make with all of you right Mm mm-hmm Elsie, the last thing? Um, well, I remember that, well, one story when we wrote that we were listening car, uh-huh. um, a little girl had a big sister and she was going 
her big sister was going to what? Be your mama. Uh-huh. And then her butt was meat. Mm. Yeah, it's hard when when pe- things come in between family members that love each other, you know, and then they start doing things that are not so kind and rude, right? I mean, mean. Yeah, because the little girl and the doctor, the doctor, mm-hmm. but he's the doctor, um, he, it was, he, he was, um, and the little girl got a chocolate bar. And she went upstairs and her brother was not supposed to be upstairs. Um, when she came up the stairs, her brother snatched it. The chocolate? Yeah. And mm-hmm. He raised it up high so she couldn't get it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Took the chocolate. He didn't know if someone gave her it or she just stole it from Someone mm. and didn't know what happened. So he didn't really trust yeah. trust that she should have could have the chocolate and where it came from. It really takes a lot of trust and love to be a family. You know, we keep working on on that every day. What did the father respond, Emma, in that last verse eleven? What did the well, father do? He kept the matter in his in mind. So instead of you know being, he was a little bit upset or bothered about it in rebuking Joseph, thinking that Joseph was saying things that might have gone too far. But he also kept the matter in mind. What does that tell you? Like, he, he that, kept it, like, in the back of his mind. Like, he just, he, he kept it. thought about it. He thought about it, but, like, it was he lesser than some, some other things that were back, that mm-hmm. were in his mind. Mm-hmm. But he just, but he still kept it in his mind. Yeah. I would think that would be a pretty big thing, though. Yeah, well, maybe it is a sign. You know, maybe he's saying, maybe there's something to this that Joseph is either making these stories up or maybe there's something to it and he's just going to remember. And I think that that's, that's, there's some humility there, you know, um, in the way that he, he viewed this. It's important for you and, and me also to, to know that God's word is for everybody. And sometimes we can learn things from anyone. And even though Joseph was young, even though Joseph was like 17, you know, and a child and younger than the other brothers, there was still something that he had to say and maybe it was given by God to talk about. And we can recognize, like, there's things I learn from kids and there's things that kids learn from adults, but I don't want to be so arrogant. I want to be humble to know that there's there's a lot of learning that I have to do in the Lord um, mm-hmm. and growing. I'm going to be growing in my faith for the rest of my life, too. I don't have all the answers. Uh, Elsie? Just like getting money. You work so you can get money from mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And someday you'll work so you can get money from me. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? No. Because, <laughs> well... Joseph's father is getting money for his family. Mm-hmm. That's great. Because, um, I don't know, but they're um, going to need it. Fathers, um, fathers, they, they, 
work and work and work every day so they can get money for their family. Yeah, some do and some mothers do too. It's, it's wonderful ways that God brings blessings into our lives. Let's pray. Let's pray about this. Lord, we ask that you give us hearts that are humble and lowly and eager to learn your ways, no matter where they come from. Uh, when your word is given to us through a child, when your word is given to us from a friend, when your word is given to us from a teacher or a pastor, it is still your word. And we want to follow, we want to follow you with our heart and soul and thoughts and ways uh, for the rest of our lives. We also give thanks for the families that you bring together, moms and dads, especially with Mother's Day coming up. We rejoice in the ways that you bless families richly, uh, bringing people into them as long as you give us time and life and breath to be together. Um, help us to celebrate and be thankful um, for those blessings and for each other in your name. Amen. 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 I think 43, 11.